Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to our third episode. Yay! Not that we're keeping track or anything. (laughs) Wink, wink. Um, It's our first official episode that we are recording in 2021. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, you know, New Year, New Year's resolutions and whatnot. So Ella, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, not really. I've never really been a New Year's goals, New Year's resolution girl because I've always had the mindset that if I'm going to change my life, by golly, I'm going to change it and I'm not going <laughs> to wait for a calendar year. So, but that being said, I did kind of fall into a lukewarm slump at the end of 2020 and I just wasn't getting into my Bible like I should have been. I don't know. It just wasn't great. So I do want 2021 to just be a renewed passion for the gospel and just not to fall into that. Yeah, that's that's a really good goal. Um, for me, my New Year's resolution this year is to read through the entire New Testament. So last year, I read through the entire Old Testament using just this online Bible plan. And so my goal for this year is to kind of just keep continuing that and to read the entire New Testament. So that's the goal. So hopefully by the end of two years, I'll have read through the entire Bible. Yeah, so New Year's, New Year's resolutions and whatnot. We know a lot of people kind of want to make a goal at the beginning of the new year to either start reading their Bible more or to read through their entire Bible or whatnot. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, we decided we wanted to create an episode on it. Um, So here we are creating our third episode on (laughs) how how to read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So I know that reading the Bible can be a really daunting task. It's so hard at first when you don't know what works for you, you don't know what you like, how to do it, whatever. So hopefully this is of some help. Exactly. I think we should first kind of break down what the Bible is because often it just looks like this scary, really big book on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Bible is actually more than just one book. In fact, it is 66 small books all together in one cover. Um, And it's also broken down into two major sections, and that would be the Old Testament and the New Testament. So the Old Testament is basically anything that happened before Christ. And then the New Testament is anything that happened happened after Christ. Um, So that's kind of the two major sections there. Um, We also have to note that it is inspired by God. So that... um, What inspired by God means is, yes, it was written by man. However, God worked through men um, by their Holy Spirit um, to write this book. So we can can sit here and declare that the Bible is true and 100% true because it is the word of God. Yeah, yeah. I would almost say that the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible, if that makes any sense. Definitely. It's the the men's words, but... (laughs) It's the human words there you go. through Thank the you. Holy Spirit from God. Yeah. Yes. 
And we also um, need to note that it's not ordered in chronological order. Like you, if you start from the beginning, it might flip flop like in yeah by years or whatnot. So it's yeah. not in chronological order. Yeah. So I think we should probably look at like, why is this important? Like, why is reading the Bible important? Why do we need to do this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times um, I've gotten comments before. Let's just say that about Christians loving the Bible and worshiping the Bible and whatever. But people don't really understand why it's so important to Christians. And that is because it is the word of God. It is how we hear from God. It's how we talk or not. We talk to God through prayer, but we hear from God through the Bible. So that's why it's so important to get into the word and whatever. Um, so I have a verse, Hebrews 4.12, and it says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to diving soul and spirit, joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So that's a pretty powerful verse and just showing how powerful the Bible is, how it truly is the word of God, and it can really make a big difference in your life. Yeah, I think if you truly read the Bible, it's um, it's going to shape and change you. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just like, oh, read the book. Oh, yep, good. Put it back on the shelf. Like, no, this, this thing's a life changer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I think one of, like, the important things for me or, like, why I find reading the Bible is important is, like we talked about in our last episode, how we don't necessarily, like, believe in a quote-unquote religion, but rather a relationship. And I try to read my Bible um, more for the relationship aspect of it is because, you know, me and Ella are friends. But if we never talked to each other, we wouldn't know anything about each other and I mean, what's friends if you don't really know any anything right, about th- right. each other? And so that's kind of how I look at the Bible is if I'm not reading the Bible and I'm not learning who God is, um, like, what what's the point? Right, yeah. I think of, too, like, learning about likes and dislikes in a relationship. Like, if there was something that Addie really hated, like a pet peeve mm-hmm. or a food Leaving or something. Leaving the microwave door open, please don't. <laughs> Mine is cupboard doors. I hate oh, cupboard doors open. Yuck. <laughs> but anyways, we would never know that about each other if we weren't talking to each other and with each other. So we don't know what God likes and dislikes if we don't read his word, especially since we're like, oh, God just wants us to be good. Well, Our definition of good is not good, so we need to go to the Bible and learn what God's definition of good is and what he likes. Mm -hmm. And like any relationship, communication is key. And if we're not taking the time to hear from God, like how do we know what God expects out of us? Right. Not that he really expects anything because we're fallen sinful people, but Uh like we don't know until we learn and we actively learn what God wants and through his word like that. Like Ella said, that is how God speaks to us. So that's why it's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we also want to talk about what we personally do in reading the Bible, but what we do isn't necessarily the right way. There's not a one-size-fits-all with reading the Bible because different things work for some people and they don't work for other people. 
Um, so Addie, do you want to talk about a little bit what you do when you read your Bible? Yeah. So <laughs> I would love to say like I do one specific thing, but it's it's kind of all over the place. But how I learned to read the Bible was using this method called SOAP. And so SOAP is an acronym and so S-O-A-P, whatever. Mm-hmm. So S stands for scripture. So I would read a certain scripture that I decided for that day. And then O stands for observation. So I would observe kind of what stands out in the text or any questions I have. And then A stands for application. So like how is this like applicable to my life? Like what Mm -hmm. I learned this, I learned like this is who God is, but what do I do with that? And then P would be just ending it with prayer. So that's how, like, I first learned how um, to read the Bible. However, I've added a couple more things in. Like, now, when I start reading the Bible, I always do, like, a quick little prayer of, like, hey, God, um, just, like, I'm giving this time to you. Like, please show me what, you, like, you want me to learn, yada, yada, yada. I always try to open up with that just because um, how we interpret Scripture is through the Holy Spirit. And so I just, like, want to invite the Holy Spirit in and be like, hey, like, you're the one here like please yeah you don't want to get the totally wrong idea exactly yeah yeah but like just inviting God into that situation and then I pick a passage so normally I will like decide that I'm going to go through a specific book and um so I'll just start at the beginning of that book and I'll read I want to say read a chapter but often I don't get through a chapter because I get kind of like sucked in and I just start like researching more or whatnot so I'll pick like probably like 10 to 15 verses is what I normally get through so I'll read I'll read the whole chapter but normally I'm stuck on those verses I read through the verses and I just um I have a notebook and I just write down like what stands out to me so um I'll be like wow like this woman was extremely humble or like wow she has a bad attitude or whatnot and then I also write down questions and so then kind of like my second part in that is I try to like figure figure out those questions for myself or answer those questions. Mm-hmm. And so I do that um, kind of by using cross-references. And so cross-references is um, just like that little column in your Bible beside it. And it will, like it's it. Like with study Bibles, they'll have verse references. So like, here, you're reading this verse, but this other verse in the Bible also talks about this specific thing. So then you can kind of like flip back and forth mm-hmm. from thing to thing to focus on that one message given yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. So I use those cross-references um, to try to like answer my questions or like further my understanding of the passage. And so then I do that. And I also have um, been starting to do like w- looking up certain words um so the like the old the old testament was originally written in hebrew and the new testament was originally written in greek and so when they were translated over to english it wasn't necessarily like a one-to-one like word for word yes translation exactly so if you know like there's like multiple ways to say love in like the hebrew language or Uh whatever so I try to, you know, if I'm, like, stuck on, like, a specific word or something, like, looking that up in the original translation mm-hmm. or, like, in the Greek or the Hebrew, and that that helps as well. Like, it oh, helps yeah. further my study. Yeah, definitely. I agree. 
yeah, so, wow, it's getting lengthy here, but, so I go through all of that, kind of try to answer my own questions through my observation, and then kind of at the end of it, I normally write down a question for myself of, like, Addie, are you, like, what you just learned about, like, are you doing this in your life, or, like, do you need to work on this, Mm -hmm. or, you know, it might be something completely different, or, like, that, or, like, do you see God's character in blah, 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 blah. But I normally like, that's my application is normally a question that I can just kind of think about through the day. And then finally, I just end with prayer of just laying it out before God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. Ella, what do you do? Um, like you, Addie, excuse me. I do a hodgepodge. I'm kind of all over the place with it, but that really just comes from trying out different things and learning and going with it, honestly. Because I know when I would read my Bible in, like, middle school, I would, and I didn't have a study Bible at the time. I just had my tiny little pink Bible, and I would read verses and not really do anything with it, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand how to interpret it or I don't know. I would just like write down in quotations word for word what that verse said if I liked that verse. Um, but anyways, what also helped me what getting started was the soap method like Addie walked through. Um, and I wouldn't like completely do the soap method process. I would just when I read something and there's a verse that stood out to me, I would write down like the number, what verse that was, and then just write what stood out here. Mm-hmm. And, or like if I had a question, I'd write down my question and then try to figure that out somehow. Um, but yeah, all over the place. Um, sometimes if there's like one thing that I really want to work on, like I'll go to the concordance in the back of my Bible and it will have words like love, gospel, um, wrath, sin, all these different things in the Bible, or even people too, like Abraham, Jesus, Moses, Mm -hmm. yep, Moses, whatever. Anyways, so I'll go to that and then look at all the verse references that it has for that person or that word and just flip through my Bible, write down these verses, um, Because I think, like this quarantine, for example, I was kind of realizing some things about my heart and how I struggled with prayer big time. Like, I just wasn't really respecting God in my prayer. I don't know. It just wasn't great. So I went to the concordance. I looked at prayer, and I worked through all these verses about prayer for a long time, and that really helped Mm -hmm. a lot. Um But yeah, I'm really all over the place. I have books on specific books of the Bible that will just walk you through it and ask you questions and whatever. So yeah, that's that's what what I do. That's what you do. I think we have to like remember though that reading your Bible isn't like the specific process that you have to walk through. Like you don't have to do the soap method method to like read your Bible. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all different learners. So some of us are visual learners, you know, auditory uh, words, (laughs) auditory learners. There we go. Maybe. Um, So I've heard that a lot of people like hearing the Bible as well. 
And I know like the version app, you can like click on it and it'll read it to you. So I know some people like listen to it as well as like reading it as, mm-hmm. and so they really like that. Um, some people really like, you know, the devotions. Or yeah. Whatnot. Yeah. I've turned a little bit away from devotions lately. So have I. I, yeah, I used to be big in devotions because that would like prompt me, you could say. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are super, super good for beginners if you're not really sure what to do. Yeah, it's I would definitely really recommend them as like a beginner. Uh-huh. I did them, yeah, a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. But I feel like now that I've kind of figured out what I like to do when I read my Bible, I don't lean on devotions quite as much. Yeah, um, I've always been told like, devotions and even commentaries which commentaries kind of just like explains verse by verse like (laughs) because there's some things in the bible that are really hard to understand like i don't know just prophecy and Mm -hmm. just things like that where you kind of do need yeah commentaries definitely help help. but like being careful to not always fall on that as like um you read the bible what does the commentary say like what does it say you know like going right right to that but instead like making like using exercising your holy spirit yeah you gotta you gotta let the holy spirit lead you and think for yourself yeah and that um that real that's that's how it works and i once heard a quote or something i'm not sure if it's a quote but it was like if you don't like the author knowing the author of the bible is what's gonna like help you discern like, if you don't know the mm-hmm. author of the Bible, like, it's really, it's going to be really hard for you to discern it because, like, right. the author lives inside of you. And once it lives inside right. of you, it's so much easier. Right. Which to I think we could kind of mention, like, with non believers reading the Bible on that note, like, yes, read the Bible. Whether you're a believer or not, it's great to read. But it's kind of hard for unbelievers to read not hard but like they don't get quite the same effect that christians get because they don't have the holy spirit living in them to help them understand what they're reading um but yeah if you are an unbeliever reading the bible the book of john is like an amazing place to start and whether you're an unbeliever or not that's just a really good book to start with yeah i think why we say John is like the perfect, not the perfect book, like a good book to start with is because it really walks through the entire gospel and it walks through who Jesus was. And we really have like the point of the Bible is not like how we were saying earlier, not to find out like what we need to do better, but it's to learn who, who God is and mm-hmm. who like who Jesus is. So we, the, the book of John really walks that out really oh, nicely. Yeah, definitely. It's such a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I think we probably need to talk about is like context and like people like reading the Bible and taking verses out of context. Yeah, I am a sucker for watching debates on YouTube and <laughs> like um, especially religion and whatever. And a lot of times they use pulling verses out of context to their advantage. And mm-hmm. that's also too. side note, we didn't plan for this, but Satan uses that too, pulling verses out of context because you see, I don't remember, I think it's in Matthew, I don't know where it is. We'll say where it is in the description, but when Satan tempts Jesus and he throws scripture at him 
and Jesus throws scripture back, it's not like they're, what's the word? Like, the scripture is still true, just not the context that. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you just, you got to know the context for it to really mm-hmm. work, if yeah. that makes sense. And we're talking about context, um, like, I'd feel like a good way to get out of like this context trap is like making sure that you don't just like read the verse and like just take just that verse. Um, But like making sure you read the whole passage or the passage before Mm -hmm. and the passage after it. We also have to remember like we weren't born into this time period. So some of like the references that like Jesus is making, they would have made perfect sense to the people back then, but not necessarily to us because we don't live in that, in that time frame. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And two, with context and whatever, it helps if you have a study Bible to, like, in the beginning of each book of my study Bible, it kind of explains, here's what this book is about, here's what year is written, who is written by, and whatever. So that really helps. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what a study Bible is, it's essentially, it's a Bible. So, but the top half, at least in mine, so, like, the top half is scripture and then underneath it it will say like for verse four number two and then i'll have a note on it so Mm -hmm. like what it's like describes it more so it helps you understand or will give you like yeah yeah to look up as well and i would really recommend using different versions of the bible so like there's king james version new living trans version um english standard like all these different versions of how the bible was translated Mm -hmm. and sometimes a certain verse might not be clear in one version just because it's been translated through so many languages. So then turning to another version of the Bible might help with that too. Yeah, absolutely. I have an ESV study Bible. I'm not going to like recommend to you guys one certain Bible. I personally love mine, but I often just Google, like I'll put in a certain verse and then Google behind it, like um, commentaries or um, translations. translations and whatnot and they'll pop up with like four or five different ones and I can just scroll through and read them right off my phone so I really like that that's really handy yeah my bible is NIV and I mean I really like it I've had an LT I have um I started out with a new King James version oh my goodness <laughs> you are so brave and yeah it's got Crayola markers all in it because I just thought that Crayola markers would work as highlighters. Mm-mm. Led through all the pages. I mean, nothing against King James Version. All the versions of the Bible are great because they're all inspired by God, but um, some are just easier to understand than oh, yeah. others. Yep, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, also, when we were talking about like soaping and writing down questions and whatnot, I was thinking about um, like helping you guys out so when I come across a question question that I'm not able to answer one online research resource that I really like is called gotquestions.org so I'll just like type in my question into the search bar and then just behind it put got questions and it's all like biblically based and very like foundational oh that's good yeah so I've never heard of that actually you'll have to use it I definitely will and they have like a lot of questions like sometimes I'm like oh this one won't be on there this one's like weird like no one else has probably thought of this one and it's on there so yeah and um if you're reading through John there's like a page on got questions that has like 77 like 
top most asked questions when you read like john so that can also help you guys out so nice check that out as well and two with questions i want to know no offense Addie, but googling isn't always the oh, way yeah. to go no, no, no. um it's it's always good to just um meditate on those questions for a bit look into scripture ask your pastor ask fellow christians but google's great too god gave us google <laughs> sure <laughs> no definitely like don't take the internet's opinion for any you know we've got a lot of different say. ways to get our questions answered exactly exactly and that's like i don't say like part of the fun but like that is really digging in and being curious about these questions and like having the desire to go get them answered oh yeah definitely yeah i think the bible also talks about um like it being our food or whatnot i think there's a verse on that let me let me find somewhere it. in matthew yeah hmm. okay matthew 4 4 where it says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god and i just really like like that reminder because you know you don't have to remind me every day to feed myself like oh i get hungry and i'm like yeah i need to eat <laughs> hangry yeah i get i hangry. get hangry <laughs> yep definitely <laughs> but um like, this is the word of God, and this is how we are being fed and fulfilled. And if we're we're not turning to it every day, like, or regularly, like, we're going to go away hungry and, like, mm-hmm. we're, we're missing, you know. Oh, yeah. The Bible is our spiritual food, and if you go a day, a week, a month, years without it, mm-hmm. you are starving to death. Your soul is starving. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Another, um, another like resource resource I would tell you guys is this book I read a while ago. It's called Remarkable Faith. I probably read this like two years ago, but I still remember it now. And anyway, this book is um, just takes stories from the Bible and kind of turns them into like a chapter book. So it like describes more about the people people and like tells what they were thinking and whatnot. And like, no, that's not the word of God. Like this was just like some author's interpretation of what she thought like this character was thinking. But it really helped me to like visualize and remember that like, wow, these were real people. Like, yeah, I think we forget that. Like mm-hmm. looking back, Moses, Elijah, all these amazing prophets. And it's so easy to forget that they were human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we easily forget that. Or as well as like, have you ever watched The Chosen, Ella? I've seen a few episodes, but I haven't really watched it. Yeah, I same. I haven't seen all like near close to all of them, but like a couple. And that also just helps remind me too, like these were like real people. Like this was a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to watch The Chosen, highly recommend. It's so good, even though I haven't seen it all. <laughs> um, it's literally just an app. Just look up yep. the app, The Chosen, and you can watch it all on there. And it's all free, so why we not? We should probably explain what it is. It's like, it's basically, a, not a timeline, because it's not in chronological <clears throat> order, but it's no. like a movie slash, no, it's, it's just a TV talks show. talks about or... Jesus' life, the New Testament, the Bible, but since it doesn't go in chronological order, it just adds a really good twist to it. And it just, I don't know, it, it's just good. <laughs> I don't know. Take don't, our word for it. Don't take your word for it. Go watch it yourself. 
Yeah, so I think finally, um, just kind of want to, as we wrap this up, um, something that just like stands out to me, or just kind of like a little story. Um, I went on a mission trip a couple years ago to Camp Murray, Haiti. And um, while I was on that mission trip, we got the opportunity to um, visit some local churches. So half of our group went to the local church that we were working in daily, and then the other half went to like a surrounding church. So I was one of them that went to the surrounding church. And anyway, we walked in and the service had actually already started. And that's because their services are like four hours long. Like it's oh my gosh. ridiculous. Um, just to like paint the scene for you guys, it was like all around the church is just these broken down buildings that like don't even have a roof. Like I don't even know if I could call it a house. Like a shack. It's yeah, it's a shack, but it I mean, uh, you don't want to live in this thing. Mm. It's really sad. But then there was this church and this church was beautiful and when I like say beautiful, I'm like saying beautiful for them. Like I probably would be like ooh, you know, if I saw it in the United States. But anyway, it was this building and it was like whitewashed, which is like phenomenal and it had these big open quote-unquote windows it wasn't windows it was just like a hole in the wall but anyway it was just it was beautiful when you walked in just like considering the landscape and you could really tell that like these people truly believed in this because why would they pour this much money into this church when they didn't even have a roof over their head at their house anyway we walk in and I come and I sit down and I'm sitting in front of this um lady and it's a new mother and she's holding this newborn baby and I'm just sitting here like oh my gosh I really want to hold a baby (laughs) plot twist I actually did get to hold the baby I was so excited I should like maybe on Instagram will like insert a picture but I gotta hold this baby for like half the church service I'm like oh my gosh made my day anyway not the point of the story (laughs) (laughs) but next to this new mother was this bible and I will never forget like this bible because it, it didn't have a cover. It didn't have the back. It, I'm pretty sure it was probably missing like four or five books just out of it. Cause it was like utterly destroyed, but yet like this, you could just tell she loved it. Like I watched her set it down on the seat beside her and just like with how much care she set it down. Like she had such respect for this and she absolutely loved this thing. And it really just like Every time, like, I sit and look at, like, my pristine Bible, it's not pristine, but, like, this just beautiful Bible, I really take for granted that I have a Bible that's written in English. Like, she had a Bible written in Creole, which is super hard to, like, Mm. find, get your hands on, and this thing was, like, worn to shreds, and I don't know, just with that story, just taking into consideration, like, you know, how much, like, It's just amazing because I think here in the United States, we just take so much for granted because Mm -hmm. we have such easy lives. I mean, we all go through hardships and whatever, but we always have access to food and water and our nice study Bibles. Yeah, like this woman's pride and joy was her Bible. Like it probably was her most valuable possession and it was ripped to shreds. That's amazing. Yeah, and she loved it. And it really just like makes me want to like, not like give more respect to my Bible, but like, am I treating this like the way she did? Yeah, the holy 
word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so so powerful. Um, I heard a quote once. This was at a Bible camp. The speaker said, oh, how did he say it? He said, a Bible that's falling apart belongs to someone who's not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, that is so true. And it just... The, like, I think about my mom's old Bible from college. It's, like, falling apart, notes in it everywhere. And I just really respect her and all Bibles, but, like, especially that Bible Mm -hmm. because it just shows how, just how much she read it. And I don't know. I just think it's so, so special. Yeah, I think you can probably look at a bible like the condition of a bible and see the condition of someone's heart oh yeah like that really shows i don't know it makes me want to like throw my bible on the ground and get it really ripped up <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm not gonna do that but you know what i mean <laughs> i totally get what you mean like yeah. sometimes i feel like i'm purposely highlighting and underlining more than i should just so i can like have highlighting yeah no, if I that get makes that. sense yeah. just to show that yep. i've used it oh yeah that's one of my do I share it? <laughs> One of my pet peeves of mine is like the perfectly created journaling Bibles that people like just pristinely create these like works of art. <laughs> and I'm always like, you know, is that really like for you to see or for others to see as like a boasting mechanism? I don't know. I'm sharing. I, I want to share this like very lightly. Like if you journal in your Bible, please do not like, and you like that and you're creative and that's like your outlet. Do not stop doing that. Just because I said that, like take this very lightly, but I don't know. That's <laughs> just Addie being her that's critical Addie self. <laughs> I mean, don't listen to that too. <laughs> I, I get that though. I'm, I'm not a Bible journaler because I can't draw to save my life, but like at a Bible study around other people, you know, I really like to Flip through the pages, flex on everybody <laughs> oh. that I've been reading my Bible. <laughs> oh this my is gosh. Not we the are sinful we people. <laughs> we are so sinful. Oh. Tried to end with a good story, ended up with how wrong we are. <laughs> well, <laughs> that went way off track, but you know what? Here we are. It's okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Like we've always said, we, we're sinful people, and please always fact check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. Mm-hmm. We don't have it all. Um, we don't have all the answers. And, you know, if you're trying to get in and read the Bible, I would just say experiment with it. Find oh, yeah. what works for you. You can literally just Google how to read the Bible. I remember, I vividly remember in middle school, wiki howing how to read the Bible. <laughs> No, oh, I feel so silly now, but it really gave me good tips. It we was just like, preached to these people how you shouldn't Google things. <laughs> I know, but I was, I was like 13, 14. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> not that long ago, but um, yeah, there's a lot of resources out there and tips to reading the Bible. If there's things we said that didn't really click with you, then go out and search for your own method. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for um, tuning in and giving us a listen. We really appreciate it. And as always, stay tuned for our next episode. Yeah. And hit up our social media and give us some suggestions. 
because we do have ideas. We're not like third episode in. We need ideas. We yeah. need help. But we want to um, let you guys hear what you want to hear. So yeah, this is not necessarily for. It's just as much for us as it is for you. So we want this to be for you guys. So if you want to hear something specific or you're curious about something, please, please, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, see you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect. And we ask our supporters to always fact check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me, but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.